So I was in the US two years ago talking to a cab driver and I don't know why we were, we were talking about Trump and things like that and then we start talking about racism. He said all he knew about Brazil it was because his sister really enjoyed the soap opera named Chica da Silva which is a very old soap opera. I had no idea what he was talking about but I don't know why and exactly when we started talking about racism and then he got surprised when I told him that Brazil is a really racist country. So hi, my name is Alex, this is Reasons Why Podcast and today we're gonna talk about racism in Brazil. So first things first, to understand uh, the racism in Brazil, we needed to understand its context. First of all, Brazil is a mix of three people, basically. We have the native, uh, the native Indians, the people that were already here when Brazil started being colonized in the 15th century, in the beginning of the 15th century by Portugal. That's why we speak Portuguese, we don't speak Spanish like many people think. And then we had the Europeans, which were the Portuguese that colonized Brazil. And then we had the Africans. I mean, when I say African, especially from Angola, I think and from two or more three countries. So they came to Brazil as slaves, like happened in the States, you know? So uh, during 300 years, we had these African people coming to Brazil as slaves, not because they wanted, but because they had to. So basically, these three people started to mix. Uh, in Brazil, we had some people who were the mix of native Indians and Portuguese, native Indians and, and black, black and white, and then other people from different countries started coming to Brazil too. Anyway. In the, in the 19th century, the slavery was ended by Princess Isabel. Brazil was the last country to end slavery and she was kind of forced by England. By England. So it's not like she's a heroine. No, she was forced by capitalism and by the situation. And what happened? What did the country decide to do with the black people? Nothing. They just released us. They just released these people, they didn't give them any structure. This is why a lot of people in a certain way came back to slavery, because they didn't have a place to stay, they didn't have structure, they didn't have food, they didn't have anything. This is why they started to create those places they could live in named favelas, which is something we still have in Brazil nowadays. And the country started the process of trying to clean our race. So instead of giving these people jobs, they decided to invite, in a certain way, other people to come to Brazil, like more Portuguese people. Here I'm talking about, especially in the end of the 18th, in the end of the 19th century and beginning of the 20th. So we kind of invited uh, Portuguese people more especially Italian, Spanish, German and Japanese people so they could come to Brazil, get a piece of land, get their own farms and live here. Most of these people decided to live in the south of the country, especially because of the weather. The south of Brazil is pretty cold compared to the rest. They decided to live here. So basically we offered white people 
and Asian people. I mean, when I say Asian people, I'm talking about only about Japanese people here. We offer them structure so they could come and have a beautiful life here. And what about black people? We didn't offer them. We, they didn't offer us anything. So that's why in Brazil we have this huge difference between black people and white people. Most of black people here are extremely poor, while most of white people are have at least a good condition, you know? So what do we have now? Differently from the States, we didn't have a law of segregation here. So uh, there was never a school for black people or for white people. And differently from the States and other countries, we mixed with each other a lot. So Brazilian became this mix of a lot of people, a lot of cultures and a lot of different colors. You can put five people, 10 people, 20 Brazilians together and all of them will offer a different tone in their skin right uh, so for example let's compare the most famous brazilians out there we have pelé which is a very famous soccer player from the 70s he's extremely black we have neymar which is a uh, also a, so a very famous soccer player nowadays right he's black but not so much we also have gisele beaton which is a top model she's kind of ginger a little blonde, you know? Anyway, she's white. We also have Pablo Vitar, who is a singer, a drag queen, actually. We also have Anita. She became very famous recently. And they are white. So we have all these tones in Brazil. So here, you can define yourself as black if you want. It is up to you. Decide if you're black or not. Basically, people decide based on their color, how dark their color is. And also they define themselves as black based on their appearance. You know, their lips, how thick their lips are, the shape of your nose, if your hair is straight or curly, you know, and things like that. So defining if a Brazilian is black or white is a little complicated. That's why here we have the term pardo which is something between black and white, like a brunette. So anyway, what happened? And what happens in Brazil now? We have this huge inequality in Brazil, which means that like 70% of the population is poor, you know? Uh, in Brazil, another important thing, 54% of the country describe themselves as black, which means in Brazil we have more black people than white people. So instead, so differently from the states, I think in the states they have like 13% of black people. No, here the majority of the country is of black people. And yes, we have a lot of racism in Brazil. But why? Like I told you, we have this huge difference between poor and rich people. And since a lot of black people don't have the same opportunities as white people do, in Brazil you don't have good public schools. So if you have some money, you put your son in a private school. Guess what? Black people, poor people can't do it. So here, black people don't have a good, a good access to education, a good access to good jobs, opportunities, you know? So it is very difficult being black here. I'm gonna give an example about myself later. So that's why we have a lot of 
black people living those poor places, those favelas, some of them, some of us, I'm black by the way, some of them, some of us get involved with drug dealing and illegal stuff so they can survive. So when the police, for example, gets into the favelas to try to get the bad guys, they don't care who is in front of them. So it is very common here that especially black kids die every day by the police because the police just don't care. It is <laughs> incredible. I try to understand their sides because here is one of the countries that police most dies every day, but they kills a lot too, right? And what the government uh, pretend not to understand what society can see is that the whole problem is about social equality we have here. If we solved this, if everybody had the same opportunities, the same chances, the same education, the same job opportunities, we wouldn't have that. Nobody wants to become a drug dealer. Nobody wants to become a thief. They do it because they need, basically, because they need you to survive and especially because they grow up in their environment. So, for example, you grow up in a favela in Brazil, you see the drug dealers as your heroes because they protect you from the police. And I know this sounds absurd in a lot of places, in a lot of cultures, but this is what happens. Unfortunately, yes, we have racism in Brazil because of social inequality, basically. So if you ask me, Alex, were you ever a victim of racism? Yes, kind of. You know, but I was never a victim of discrimination. Nobody ever... Uh, pointed me and called me black or you know negro or a monkey nobody ever compared me to black stuff like people do here there were some situations in my life i'd like to talk about you know uh the first one it it isn't actually it is about racism you know but i'm not being a victim in that situation i like to go to places I like to go to fancy places like theater, which is something really expensive here in Brazil. Besides being a geek, I like going, going to the theater, for example. And most of the time, I'm the only black person in the whole audience. You know, I always look around and I only see a lot of white people. Why? It is because of the price of the ticket. It is because black people don't like it enjoying the theater i don't know i think going to the theater is seen here in brazil as something fancy you know so most of the time when i go i never see other black people there it is something that bothers me which is a shame i really realized there was something wrong with my color when i finished high school let me tell you why uh, i remember looking for a job before going to college in a shop mall near my house. And I remember that some of my classmates got good jobs in the shop mall, you know? And they were all white, beautiful girls. And me, as a black guy, I mean, we were in the same level of experience. I couldn't find a good job. I couldn't find a job even to clean bathrooms in the shop mall. And that's that was the first time when I, when I noticed the difference between the people that works in the stores, especially the fancy stores, and the people that clean the bathrooms in the shop mall. What is required to have a job there? To have a job cleaning the bathroom, you basically need to finish high school 
And to work as a salesperson in a fancy store, you basically need to finish high school. Why do they only hire white people for the fancy stuff while black people just clean the bathroom? This was the first time I realized that maybe the color of my skin uh, would not give the opportunities I wanted. Now, really talking about racism, there are two cases. First, two years ago, before going to the States, I was in an exchange to buy the money, to buy dollars to go to the States. And uh, I was waiting for my, my time to buy the money, my turn. And a woman out of nowhere, you know, she asked me if I worked with a delivery, you know. And they all, I was like, what? Why? You know, because I was holding a helmet? I don't know, or because of my color, she didn't think I was there to buy money to travel to another country. And then three years ago, I traveled to Europe. I always travel only with a backpack because I think it is expensive. I don't need a lot of stuff. So I always travel with my backpack. I was with my boyfriend and he was also only carrying a backpack. He's white. I'm black. Guess what? When, he, when I arrived in Brazil, Coming back from Europe, I was the only black guy in the whole plane and the police only stopped me to check if I was carrying something. Their excuse, where is your baggage? Why don't you have a baggage? And I say, I have a baggage. You know, I have my backpack. Everything I need is here. No, you need a baggage. Why don't you have a baggage? I'm gonna take your backpack to see. I'm gonna check you, you know, with an x-ray or something. My boyfriend was in the same situation. But they didn't stop him because he was only carrying a backpack as a baggage. You know, they only stopped me. But besides this, I was never a victim of racism uh, in Brazil like, you know, some people do. Especially because I never lived in, in one of those favelas. I never got involved in any kind of violence with the police, you know. Although they stopped me a lot. But they were, they were never violent uh, with me. But anyway, besides being black, I was the son of a housekeeper. And I was never a victim of prejudice by that. But I always noticed people never expected something from me. Like when I went to college, everybody acted surprised. What? You're in college? Or when I finished college, <laughs> everybody got surprised. Or when I finished my master's degree, everybody got surprised because nobody ever expected a lot from me because of my situation. So anyway, I hope things get better in Brazil. We have some protests sometimes, once in a while, especially when a kid dies shot in the hair in the head by a policeman. Representation is getting better, especially in soap operas. We now have black people with important roles. I think that things are gonna change for better. Maybe in a hundred years, you know, we can look back and see how ridiculous we are sometimes. Okay, guys. So, thanks for watching this episode of Reasons Why Podcast. My podcast about pop culture and social issues. New episodes every Friday. You can get in touch with me at reasonswhycast at gmail.com. My Instagram is reasonswhypodcast and my blog is reasonswhypodcast.blogspot.com. Still in construction, okay? But Instagram, you can hit me there and uh, Gmail, you can hit me there too. So, see you next week. Bye-bye.